Hello everyone, this is Mark Vina with more insights and strategy. Today is September 16th, Monday, uh, in Silicon Valley. Um, got a great podcast for today's um, uh, session. I've got on the line with me uh, on today's podcast, Andrew Einaudi. Uh, and Andrew is the co-founder and CEO of a terrific um, startup uh, that actually has been on the market for the last couple of years with this very cool product, um, um, uh, Cavo. And uh, it's a terrific solution because it solves a whole host of um, problems that a lot of consumers have in the entertainment center uh, in their digital living room, so to speak. And, you know, I'm all about always trying to, you know, sniff out really cool solutions that are out there. It's not really a total secret because the product's been out there for a couple of years, but I've been playing with it for the last seven or eight months, and it's really has completely changed um, the way that um, I access and I, I utilize my entertainment system in my home. So with that, let me introduce Andrew. Andrew, say hello to the podcast listening audience. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me. So, Andrew, we were kind of chatting before the podcast. Talk to me a little bit before we get into the, you know, the, the nuts and bolts of, um, of Cavo, uh, because you have a fascinating background, and obviously, you know, everyone's background kind of leads to a particular point in time in terms of what they kind of bring to the table from, a, um, from an innovation standpoint, especially in the high-tech field. Let's talk a little bit about your background, uh, because you and I have got a, a couple of things in common uh, from a, a background standpoint, but let's talk a little bit about that first. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, grew up in the Bay Area on Stanford campus, uh, ended up going to Stanford and came out of there really with uh, sort of technology, uh, philosophy, linguistics, kind of uh, kitchen soup background, uh, really a lover of tech. Um, and one of the first things that I did out of Stanford was uh, work on Jawbone, uh, where we built the first uh, sort of noise cancellation mobile headset. Um, so that's where I really learned A to Z, manufacturing, DSP, uh, innovation, solve any problem. Mm. So, and what's interesting is you do and I have a common background. We didn't work there at the same time, but you were one of the early uh, guys at uh, one of my favorite companies, um, a company called Sling Media that made the, uh, uh, I wouldn't say infamous, although maybe some people might be infamous today, the Slingbox, which, you know, yeah. which, com which completely reinvented the way uh, people access their television, this whole idea of, of kind of a uh, TV anywhere type of um, usage model that did not exist, you know, uh, 10 or 15 years ago. Let's talk a little bit about that because I think, you know, that's very cool. I still use my Slingbox religiously. I've got one in my mother's place in uh, New Jersey so I can watch the, the despicable New York Giants play, which they were awful yesterday, but that's a different conversation. But let's talk a little bit about that quick t quickly too. Yeah, so, you know, uh, when we were launching Jawbone, I met Blake and Jason, who were starting the Slingbox, um, so I joined on to them, and it's kind of funny, I think about my intro into the video space, was really like, you know, TV was simple, all the best programming came to the TV, and we needed a way to get it to our mobile devices and computers, so right. uh, it's funny that I'm coming full circle, where <laughs> I'm in a situation where all the best content is coming to these streaming apps, which really favor, you know, mobile devices and not the television experience. And so how do we get the ease of use and all the great content back to the TV um, right. so that we can watch TV together, right? Like not in isolation, not on iPads, et cetera, et cetera. No, that, that's absolutely true. And, you know, there, you know it, it's funny when you look at different data sets. When we were at, um, when I was at Sling Media, we had, you know, as you, I'm sure that you guys, folks do, we had tremendous analytics in terms of the kind of devices people were using, when they were watching it, where they were watching it at an aggregate level. Um, and it was fascinating in that 
and I believe most of the streaming data supports this as well, is that the, the, the good old living room television still very much is a destination for most families. You know, and, and that's not to say that smartphones and tablets and other screens, so to speak, are not important, but that still is a very important place uh, where people consume data. It's one of the places like the kitchen room table, which is kind of like a communal type of environment where the family, you know, more or less comes together. You know, maybe a little bit, it may, be not, be, may not be fathers knows best, but, you know, people still come together from a, uh, from a communal standpoint in the living room. And that kind of plays into you know, what Cavo solves, which I really think is interesting. So let's talk a little bit about that because I think that really addresses number the one, one of the big, big issues in terms of, you know, remote clutter, device confusion, you know, yep. there are different voices. So, so let's jump into that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, with Control Center, with Cavo Control Center, um, what we really tried to solve was, first of all, like super easy setup and uh, super easy use. So we built a super smart HDMI switch with machine vision, which really means that we inspect every video frame. Um, and the first thing we do is make it easy to set up. So you plug in your devices, we automatically detect what's connected and configure that for control. So out of the box, you get a great universal remote, up, down, left, right, any button, any key um, mm -hmm. to access with just, you know, like I said, one remote. But I think where we start differentiating, you know, departing dr dramatically is really um, we have powerful voice uh, dictation, voice control, and voice search. So, you know, imagine you're staring at that Netflix keyboard on your Roku or your Apple TV or really any keyboard. Um, mm -hmm. Any other universal remote is going to force you to type letters painfully one at a time. Um, so we actually do voice dictation. We'll type it all in for you. Um, and that's great, right? If you want to search into, you know, an app or you want to search into a specific device, we'll, we'll make that really easy. Um, but again, you know, we go one step further. We provide voice search across every single input that's connected to us so we can aggregate what's on your DVR, what's on live TV, what's upcoming, um, all the different streaming services, and uh, YouTube, of course, I'll call out as well. Um, so one search kind of always gets you to the content you want to watch. Well, and you know what I love about that because I'm sure this has happened to a, it happens to a lot of people in that you know they're they're you know sitting there with their you know their, let's say they're, they're in my case Comcast Xfinity um, a cable subscription they may have a Netflix subscription they may have a Hulu subscription and they decide to search on a program because the the the, univer the um, voice recognition on the uh, Xfinity product is actually pretty good but they pull up a program and they discover guess what. You know, um, I didn't realize that I was paying for a subscription that I could have, got a, could have gotten that program for free, yet I just paid four ninety nine to rent it from another subscription service. You know, so that, that really solves that problem, uh, the universal search capability about that. So I'd like to talk a little bit about that because that's a benefit that I don't think a lot of the average consumer yep. doesn't contemplate, although they run into that problem all the time. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, you said it before, but the living room TV experience is really a shared experience, right? And so... You know, you got multiple generations watching TV. You got the kids who want to watch YouTube. You got the sort of uh, millennials who might want to watch streaming. And then you got, you know, um, older folks who might just want to watch live TV or the news. So having one solution that really cuts across all those use cases is, is, is great. Um, and as you said, you know, searching for a movie that <laughs> maybe you already own, uh, embarrassing right. enough. Uh, <laughs> Have you bought a movie on multiple services before? I, I, I shamefully can say yes to that. Um, but yeah, we, we show you everywhere that it's available, where it's free, where it's pay. 
Um, we don't display pricing information, but you know, sufficient to say like you, you know what you're going to have access to. Um, right. And one of the things we've also integrated with uh, in our you know search is uh, you know third party editorial. So we got a lot of really great sort of um, you know pubs that we work with that publish great lists that are cross service, cross source. So you know you can always discover something new to watch. Um, really, even just keying off something that you typically watch all the time. Yeah, so let, let's talk about a real case example then. Uh, to kind of you know play some color commentary on this is yep. that you know for, first and foremost, I mean most people have a streamer. In fact, many f people may have multiple streamers, like I do. I've got an Apple TV, I've got Roku, I've got um, I think I've got a Chromecast. It may or may not be plugged into my TV. I think I've got an, a Fire TV stick someplace. I'm using it. I've got a cable subscription. I might have an. Uh, not I might have. I do have. I have. You know, I'm a little bit of a, a bit of a gamer. I've got an Xbox One and a um, and a, a PlayStation Four. So let's. You know, that sounds like it's a very complex setup. And you know, and and you you know, typically most users with that kind of setup, you go into you know video input madness where you know yep. there's a program on you're trying to shift to the right input or you want to play a game and even if there's a person in the family that's very proficient with. Um, you know, navigating and managing it in a kind of a, a manual type of way. When there's a family member over uh, that may not be familiar with how to use the setup, it becomes instant chaos. So let's talk about how that, that you know, the Cavo solves that, you know, more yep. multiple remotes and, you know, working with various, you know, the whole, uh, you know, a whole spect a spectrum of devices. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, uh, I think, you know, I think back to Airbnb and uh, VRBO stays where you, you end up going in this house and getting a binder that explains how to use the uh, AV system. And then you just say, what's the uh, network password? I'll just watch this on my iPad instead. Um, mm -hmm. so, you know, what we do is, you know, we obviously have one remote that you can speak into, but, you know, you can actually pick up any remote uh, that's connected to a device that Control Center is controlling and will automatically detect that and switch to the right input. So we, we kind of call that the babysitter or the in-law problem. If <laughs> If there's a familiar remote out on the coffee table, just pick it up, press a button, we'll turn on the TV and switch to that input. So you don't need to know uh, everything about Control Center in order for it to be relevant. You know, obviously, as you get familiar with the system and our remote and our voice capabilities, you know, that becomes the one way that you might say NBC, Xbox, Game of Thrones, How to Peel a Mango, you know, whatever you might want to watch. Um, we'll take you there with just a voice search and utterance. Well, and, and I found, you know, and I know a lot of products, you know, uh, tout are very easy to use and very easy to set up. But, you know, Michelle had kind of warned me when, um, yeah, when the, she sent me the, uh, the sample unit a few months ago. You know, it does take a, a few minutes for it to detect all the different devices on your entertainment system. But I actually found it, maybe which is I got lucky, but I have a fairly complex setup. And it only took me about 20 minutes to get everything set up. The biggest, you know, issue was really, you know, you know, you're always, you know, going behind a cabinet to take HDMI cables out and plug them into the, uh, into the, uh, into a, um, into the Cavo device itself, the control device. But let's talk a little bit about the setup because it really is. You've done, a, a, I think, in my opinion, a very nice job of making sure it's easy to set up for the average consumer. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I think you know we've kind of been obsessed with how to make this product easy to use and set up. Um, you know, one of the first things we did was really figure out, like, how do we auto detect what's connected on every port, you know, and, uh, you know, people say, oh, you can just select that's a Roku, that's an Apple TV, that's an Xbox. But, 
you know, not everybody can do that. Not everybody wants to do that. I think part of the magic is really just detecting it for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I think as you described, like one of the sort of first parts of setup is just cabling, right? When people get behind their TVs after a while, there's probably a bunch of dust bunnies and cables lying around. <laughs> right. They got to clean up, right? And so, you know, once you get past that part and you've plugged everything in, you're looking at a, you know, 15, 20 minute setup, um, as you described. Uh, just doing some quick testing and getting everything configured. Now, the the interesting thing that's happening in the cord cutting space, and you know, cord cutting is kind of a macro term. I mean, there's cord shavers, you know, like myself, where I'm I haven't cut the cord completely with my um, my love for Comcast. And I say that no um, no pun intended. Uh, then you've got people who completely cut the cord, where assuming they have some type of internet connection, you know, um, which they generally have to get from their cable company, by the way, if, they, if that's their only choice. You know, they, they live on um, on uh, OTA um, uh, uh, subscriptions. Let's talk a little bit about this emergence of OTT, uh, OTT and how Cavo is accommodating that as well. With not, there's now devices coming out, and they've been coming out for the last few years, but even more devices like this will be coming into the market very shortly, which allows you to you know get access to your um, digital antenna signal uh, for people who just want to access their local channels. And there's 30 or 40 premium channels. Uh, no, they're not premium channels, I'm sorry, but they're local channels that are broadcast in HD and, um, and they're free, by the way. There's nothing wrong with free. But how has that kind of, has that changed, you know, the mission of Cavo and how have you comprehended that in the overall strategy with how your product um, focuses on its value proposition? Yeah, so, you know, we're always listening to our customers. Um, we, we hear that, you know, more folks want to use, you know, OTA boxes. Um, you know, there's a lot of great ones out there, not terribly expensive, but, you know, most of them have a pretty bad uh, UX user experience. Um, so, you know, what, you know, what Control Center really does is provide one simple interface for access to everything. Um, I think one thing that people don't realize is that we have full video overlay um, and we can do lots of interesting stuff with that. So not yep. only do we provide a visual presentation of what's connected to your TV that you can easily navigate on screen, but also those universal search results, and you know the the if you're searching for a channel to watch on your OTA uh, device, we'll we'll take you right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we integrate those things really nice, uh, really nicely. And I think <clears throat> some of the other things that we've added in recent times with our you know video overlay is you know we're the first and only uh, television interface to your Sonos, so you can access every zone in the house. Uh, you can search for music. You can access playlists and favorites without having to launch any apps or get off your lazy bones off the couch, um, <laughs> remote control. And I think, you know, we've also started looking at how to make multiple control centers in the house more useful. Um, mm-hmm. So announce a feature called Telescope where you can actually see what's playing on another uh, control center in the house. Not, not like a streaming Slingbox version of that, but just sort of a, uh, you know, quick update of what exactly is playing on the screens and you can use our voice remote to talk to them in the other room right you can tell them to go to bed you can tell them it's time for dinner you can ask them what they're watching you know whatever you want to do so really well, and, that's yeah, fun well and what's interesting is not only are you know does um uh Cavo control center comprehend game consoles which we talked about for a few minutes and the sound systems like sonos which is very very popular you know the a bigger and bigger device uh not size big but in terms of um uh, popularity in, in today's and uh, people's smart homes are smart speakers, and so let's talk about how the you know you've comprehended you know digital assistants and smart speakers into the overall 
um, control center solution? Yeah, so, uh, you know, really excited to work with Sonos. Um, you know, I've been a Sonos customer forever. And in fact, it's interesting, right? Um, when I started my career and we launched Jawbone at D2, uh, the two other companies that came out of that were Slingbox and Sonos. So sort of three different companies that I've sort of touched in different trajectories. Um, mm. But, you know, I think what Sonos has done is great, make it really easy to have whole home audio. Um, and so we're real delighted to do an integration with them and provide a easy to use 10 foot experience for, you know, the Sonos speakers. Now, what about down the road when you look at other, you know, areas of the home from a smart, smart um, technology standpoint and not without you, you know, opening up the kimono and telling us what's, your, what's on your roadmap because I know you won't do that and you shouldn't do that. What kind of areas are, are of interest to you? I mean, can, yes. can you kind of opine a little bit about that? Yeah, no, absolutely. So, you know, I think the first thing that we really tried to solve was like everything connected to your TV. Um, and I think now we're starting to look at everything connected to your smart home, right? And we, you know, audio and video is close to the heart uh, for me, but I think certainly we start to extend this platform to cameras and everything else in the home, um, make it really easy to access with voice um, and with uh, overlay. So, you know, we're, we're just going to keep on adding more value to the product over time and, and just make it really easy for anyone to control, you know, um, all their streaming services, all their audio services and all their smart home. Now, now here's an interesting question. We only have a few minutes left here, but here's an interesting question that I love to ask, you know, senior folks like yourself who've been, you know, have, you know, started a, a brand new company, maybe several companies like in your case, but, you know, a, a, a very compelling and interesting, uh, creating a very compelling and interesting solution. And, you know, every founder of a company, you know, has a vision saying, well, here's what my vision for day one when the product was delivered. Over the last couple of years, um, based on your customer feedback, has anything surprised you? I mean, in terms of like a, like an aha moment saying, boy, we didn't understand that um, that clearly or boy, you know, the, the, this, uh, the customers have really spoken and they really like this particular part of the, of the control center um, uh, value proposition. So what kind of, you know, looking backwards, you know, do you have a, a greater appreciation for today than you might have when you originally launched the product? You know, I, I think introducing a new category of product is, is tough because people don't have a corollary. Um, and, you know, I think that TiVo went through the same thing. I think Sonos went through the same thing. I think Slingbox went through the same thing. I think mm -hmm. really explaining what this product is has been hard. Um, yes. And I think, you know, I do lots of demos. We were just at Cedia uh, last week. Um, people don't realize what this product can do until they see it in person. Um, right. So I think, you know, one of the one of the lessons learned is just like, how do you communicate a new product, a very experiential product, all the capabilities that it does? And I think we've been delighted um, by customer feedback and our customer base where we love our customers. Um, you know, I ran into a bunch of them at Cedia and, you know, they're super excited about what we're doing. But I think, you know, a lot of folks still don't even realize the full capabilities of the platform, mm -hmm. um, you know. The, the voice control, like I talked about, you know, people understand they can do voice search, but, you know, the ability to do dictation into keyboards, the ability to actually say, you know, any button press that you want to send to your system. Like, if I can't be bothered to even look down at my remote control, I can just say send info, send DVR, send thumbs up, send 206. We'll just take care of that for you, right? You don't right. need, need anything. So um, I think those are some of the lessons learned. No, I, I think you're absolutely right. And, you know, we had that problem, um, as you remember, 
at Slingbox. I mean, people even up until, and I was there uh, up until a couple of years ago, is that we had data that would con consistently communicate to us that you know consumers were confusing streamers, the Roku's and Amazon Fire TV sticks of the world, um, with what a uh, with, with what a Slingbox would do. And as you know, if you don't have a cable subscription or a satellite subscription, you know a Slingbox is useless. You have to have that. To, to, you have to have content to share. So that is always a challenge. You know, trying to you know, convey your value proposition because consumers are bombarded with so much smart technology. It's sometimes very difficult cutting through the um, uh, cutting through the the clutter. But you know, I, I have to tell people that it's a terrific solution. Um, first of all, let, very quickly before we end the call, how do we get a hold of you guys? Where, where, your website, I assume, is just cavo.com, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, C A A V O. Cavo.com, uh, and I think one thing that few people know is that the the word the the name of the company was actually derived from the word Cavo, C-A-V-O, in Italian, which means one cable. So you know our solution was run one cable to your TV; we'll take care of everything else. And, and let's make sure everybody understands that this is not a very expensive solution. This is not not like a thousand dollar solution. The cost of the product is. So you can buy it for $60 at uh, Best Buy, at Amazon, at our website, Walmart, um, and then pay $4 a month. Um, or you can buy it all in at uh, $150. Well, Andrew, that's great. I, I you know, I'm, I'm going to be very ambassadorly a cheerleader for the product. Um, it's the best $60 anybody will ever spend if you have more, if you have more than just one device attached to your, to your TV in your living room. But, Andrew, thanks for calling in today and uh, for uh, today's podcast. It's been great. Uh, to the more insights and strategy audience, thank you for tuning in. Uh, please tune in uh, uh, and follow us on our social media partners, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. And until next time, have a great weekend.